Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Monday, everyone. We are in the process of answering the question, what on earth am I here for? And we are finding five purposes why we are put on earth. And we are finding them by studying the Bible, but using the outline that's laid out in Rick Warren's book, The Purpose Driven Life. Our church is just completing a 40-day study of the book, and so we are excited about the things that we are learning And I am sharing some of the thoughts here on the radio with you. So let's continue. We have seen that the first purpose for our life is that God created us for his pleasure. He loves us and he wants us to know him and love him back. And when we do that, it's called worship. So the very first purpose that we're put on this earth for is to worship him. Let's go on today and look at the second purpose that God has created us for. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 10. And here's what it says. God is the one who made all things, and all things are for his glory. He wanted to have many children share his glory. God wanted a family. This verse tells us that he wanted children, and that's why he created everything. That's why there's a universe to begin with. God's not just interested in stars and orbiting planets. He created this whole universe so that we could live on this earth. He wanted a family. His interest is in people, and he wants everyone to be part of his family. If you want to know the purpose of history, it really is his story, and his story is that he wanted a family. Listen to Ephesians 1 and verse 5. His unchanging plan has always been to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This has been his unchanging plan. This has been his purpose from the beginning, that he would have a family. The entire Bible is the story of God building a family, an eternal family. You see, it's not just a matter of God wanting a family on earth, But God's whole purpose is to have an eternal family. He has created us as eternal beings. And so as we become part of his family, it's not just for the short period of time we're here on earth. No, we are becoming part of his family for eternity. So it's very, very important, our spiritual family. Now listen to 1 Peter 2 and verse 17. It says simply, love your spiritual family. Now, that's the second purpose of God in a nutshell, that we are formed for the family of God and he wants us to love our spiritual family. You see, the expression of love in a physical family is just a reflection of the deeper love that God wants us to have for the spiritual family. In fact, physical families end, but our spiritual family goes on and on and on. You're going to spend far more time with your spiritual family than you are with your natural family. Physical families can break up. 
There can be breakdown in marriages, and members can be estranged. But in our spiritual family, it is one cohesive unit that lasts forever. So God says your second purpose in life is to understand that you're part of God's family and you need to learn to love that family. Now, why would that be the case? Well, first, it makes us more like God. God is love. He wants us to experience his love by loving our brothers and sisters. Another reason he wants us to love one another is just simply he wants us to get along. I mean, which one of us as parents do not want our children to get along and live in harmony? And so God is the same way. He has a family and he wants us to get along. And then thirdly, it's practice for eternity. This is what eternity is going to be all about. We're going to live with our spiritual family forever and ever. So we need to start learning how to love them now and experience the different aspects of God's love by loving people that perhaps are a little different than us, who have different ideas than we do, who respond differently than we do. God wants us to learn to love one another so that that love can deepen and it will be expressed throughout eternity. So, to summarize this into a word, our second purpose in life is fellowship. Fellowship. Now, we need to look at this word fellowship for a moment because, again, it's a misunderstood word. We use it in many ways, but many times we don't know the essence of it. You know, if you ask someone at church, how would you fellowship with another Christian? He might think, well, it's having a conversation with them, or maybe it's eating out together, or maybe it's sitting beside each other in church. And so we say, well, we fellowshiped with each other. Really, that is such a shallow understanding of fellowship. We can do that outside our spiritual family. We can talk to people. We can eat with people. We can enjoy being together with someone. But that doesn't begin to express fellowship as we find it here in the Scripture. So what are we talking about here? Listen, fellowship is loving God's family. It's not just being with them and talking. It's just not eating with them. It's not going to the same places with them. But it's truly loving God's family. Listen to 1 John 4 and verse 21. The person who loves God must also love other believers. You see, many times we don't realize that the expression of our love for God is manifested through our love for other people, for the other members of our family. So we need to learn to love God's family, other believers. Now, how do we do this? Well, 1 Timothy 3 and verse 14 and 15 says this, I'm writing so you'll know how to live in the family of God. That family is the church. Now, this is really where it comes down to practical living. It's one thing to say, well, we need to love God's family, and that's sort of vague and nebulous. But this verse is telling us who the family of God is. He says that family is the church. The church is the family of God. You know, we really need to see this. Oh, I pray that God will open our eyes to have a clear understanding what the church is. The true church is not a building that we go to even though we may refer to it as the church. And we say, we're going to church. But that's not the family of God here that this scripture is referring to. It's not a building. And neither is it a service. Even though we say, when is church going to begin? 
And when is church going to be over? And we liken it to a service and the things that we do as we gather together. But that is not the church. We're not just to love a building and we're not just to love the rituals and the things that we go through when we're together. Sadly, a lot of people love the building and love their rituals more than they love the people. And the true church is the people. I've seen so many churches torn apart and and negative things will be spoken and so many harmful things done towards people because of the building or because of how they want the service to be conducted. Listen, if we could see this and understand that God wants us to love his family and the church is the family of God and the people are the church. The church is people. People who have a relationship with God and with one another. The second purpose of our life is to learn to love those people. You see, we're going to go on and we're going to talk about the third and the fourth and the fifth purpose of our life. And really, we can't fulfill those until we fulfill this purpose. In fact, you can't fulfill the first purpose, which is to love God. Because the Bible says, how can you say you love God and you hate your own brother? Listen, if we're going to fulfill the purposes of God in our life, this one is so central. We need to love one another. We need to love the family of God, the church. We're not meant to go through life on our own. We can't fulfill the purposes of God on our own. The purposes of God can only be fulfilled in our lives when we do it with others, when we're part of a family. And that family is getting along with each other and loving one another. Only then can we begin to experience the joy and happiness and the fulfillment that comes by fulfilling the purposes that God has for us. So, the very first thing you have to do to fulfill this purpose is to belong. You must choose to belong. Listen to Ephesians 2 and verse 19. You are members of God's very own family and you belong in God's household with every other Christian. Every Christian is meant to belong to the household of God. You see, being a Christian is not just believing. It starts there. But not only are we called to believe, but we're called to belong. And we have to choose to belong. We need to identify with a part of God's family. You have to choose to belong to a local church. It's a choice. It's a membership choice. Now, I've heard many people say, well, I'm a Christian, but I don't want to belong to any church. And they say it with a straight face, not realizing that it reveals a deep ignorance of what the church is all about, of what being a Christian is all about. The church is where you live out what it means to be a Christian. You know, if you think about it in some other ways, it's like someone saying, I'm a football player, but I don't want to belong to any team. Well, that's what being a football player is all about. How can you be a football player and not belong to a team? Or it's like someone saying, I'm a tuba player, but I don't want to be part of any orchestra. I mean, a tuba player finds his expression through the music that is written to be played with other instruments in an orchestra. Without the orchestra, a tuba player loses his purpose and reason for being. 
Think about it in the insect world. I'm a bee, but I don't want to be part of the hive. I mean, I just fly around on my own out here. What's wrong with this picture? Well, first of all, it wouldn't survive very long. Secondly, it wouldn't fulfill the design or the purpose for which it existed. Listen, similarly, a Christian without a church family is an orphan. God meant for us to be part of a family. As this verse says, we belong in God's household with every other Christian. So let's lay hold of the second purpose that God has for us, to belong to the family of God and learn to love each other. Well, we'll continue tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.